0: I think it's fair that this shall be my next tale, a story for the ages of knights, monsters, and adventure. I admit, while I like having my stories feature some fighting, treasure, dro- dropping action, you know, that kind of stuff, I haven't really given my heroes any real weaknesses. But all you might ask, what about the Sin Hunter? He's just a guy and he- look, we don't talk about him, okay? That all comes before the story. And I really do like the Sin Hunter, I think that he was a very cool character to talk about. but. I thought I'd take some time to introduce a new character. The character's name is Rix, and this is a guy I've had on the sidelines for a while. So I hope you find this new and no longer edgy hero, because I think it's time that we make a decent, lovable character for once. Now, what better way to kick off a story than with a little bit of history and the main setting of the story welcome to Ardrin or Ardrin however you want to pronounce it Ardrin is a place where really anything is possible so long as you put your head down and just get things done a lush and adventurous terrain flowing with oceans mountains caverns far beneath the surface and forests extending to the very ends of the world the capital of all the world is Venere a mighty and truly courageous palace indeed with stone carvings to depict the strongest of knights and mages who protected the world of Ardrin from any and all evil. The people were ruled under one queen by the name of Amara, but our story starts not here in this wondrous world of technology and heroes. No. We're instead going to focus on Rick's, the main protagonist of the story. Now Rix, unlike Jack, is not going to be shot in the head right off the bat. Rix is a dimension jumping kid in and of itself. He is about 16, 17 almost, although With all the worlds he's traveled, his age doesn't really matter anymore. Ever since his family had treated him kindly and with grace, he had run away after revealing his father was killed by the man he had played catch with for 12 years of his life. Now, Rick searches for a world to call home, one where he truly stands out, but he had still fit in quietly. And it's here in our new story where we encounter our protagonists as well as the antagonist. A cool yet reassuring breeze blew through the forest, scattering leaves and crystals as it did. But the leaves and wind suddenly changed direction, swirling around a portal that had been summoned. And from the portal, Rick's boldly smacked into a tree and collapsed to the ground. Okay, where am I now? Hopefully somewhere not like that other world, Rick's asked. Thoughts, of imag- thoughts and images of fiery volcanoes, nightmarish demons, and blood scattered on the ground flooded his mind but Rix willed himself to stay calm. Okay, new world, new story. Even better than before by the looks of it, but keep calm and you'll be fine. Rix opened a worn, faded red notebook and flipped through pages of documentation. Okay, so this is what, Ardoran? I've heard substantial stuff about this place. No humans, it's just genies, mages, robots, and night mages. As Rix walked and jotted down his first steps through the world, he spoke to himself, as he often did to illustrate his feelings and emotions. I haven't been here long, but I promise to try my best and blend in. If I'm going to start making this world a better place. Now's the time to start. Rix walked a little further in, and he finally reached a pathway lit with slow-burning lanterns and ruined stone structures on all sides. Hmm. Must be some kind of memorial. Rix was, however, oblivious to the true nature of what was to come next, and even as he hummed a hopeful tune to himself, things were about to get interesting. Meanwhile, far away in Venerate, Queen Amara swiped through her device, scanning for tasks and updates in the kingdom's garden defenses. Ugh, if only I had a decent break. Nonetheless, I have to attend to the greater needs of the people. The queen turned to a great brute of a knight, standing head and shoulders above the rest of the soldiers. So, how many more guards are currently in training? We report about twenty. Thirty by earliest light tomorrow, my queen. Good, make sure they're cared for. And as for any and all beasts that dare to enter the city? Amara summoned a spear of light from her hand and threw it, arcing and crashing through a tapestry of monsters devouring venerians. Crush them. Yes, my queen. The knight left the room, and as he did, Amara turned and ascended the steps up to her private study. From here, a smell of lemon tea and old books wafted down the stairs. But the queen always considered this to be her own quiet space, away from the princess and her school and her annoying friends. It wasn't that bad that the princess had her own magic-wielding friends, it was just... They're always getting me and my bank account into trouble, what with baking and parties, she grumbled. Rick's walked further down the paths, continuing to take precious notes wherever he could. Okay, so, according to the Veal- The the Veal? No. Geology, vegetation, and even that wonderfully nice farmer back there, I should be in Thanare, the heart of Arderian, or something like that. One thing I need to recall is that there's no people here. Rick spoke these words and then immediately ducked behind a bush when he saw motion. There, up ahead on the path, was some kind of school with lots of kids around his age. Hmm. Well, I suppose. Well, I don't suppose there's any harm there. Teenagers, am I right? Rick slowly inched around the bush and continued to stride across the smooth, quartz paved road. As this story does suggest, Rick's is a really nice kid. He's the kind of kid in the sense that you'd be devastated if you died. But he couldn't help being cautious on this new plane of existence. Anything and everything was a potential threat. Regardless, Rick said hi to a few people and continued on his merry way. I know I swore to stay away from people, but who am I kidding? I'm no introvert, I go batty if I can't talk to someone every now and then, he thought, right as Rick bumped into someone. He took a step back, then immediately knelt down as if he had dropped his book, which he did, for sake of implementation. Ah, jeez, I'm sorry, didn't see you there, it was like I was in. As Rick looked up, he came face to face with someone who he could only assume was the princess, who had only stepped away for a minute were are unnecessarily large in comparison to other people in the courtyard. My own world. Ah, sorry about that. Rick suggested his hoodie and sped off, picking up speed. His sneakers almost glowed in the sunlight as he then drew a little too much attention to himself. Attention enough to get security on his tail as he threw his book forwards into the air, jumped off a table, catching the book in his backpack, and he flipped over the polished brick wall and out of sight into the forest. Everyone watched and then continued on with their day but the guards had already started toward the woods, including what looked like a ranger, who put in an earpiece next to their visor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, all units engage in Memorial Park. We've got a runner. What did he do? Unknown, but we'll find out soon. The ranger, without hesitation, darted into the woods in a flash of purple. The chase was on. Ricks vaulted over a fallen log and burst out from the tree line into the bustling streets, filled with people in technological, almost anime-themed attire. It didn't take a genius to figure out that he was being followed and fast. The sun was gleaming bright as he ran, trying to hide his face. He didn't fit in, both figuratively and literally. Rix instinctively made a right into the market, cutting through into the Queen's Square, packed to the brim with merchant stalls and traders. But not far behind, Rix could hear yelling, Get him! Stop him! Fast! Okay, okay, this is fine, this is fine. You sort of ticked off an entire force of guards in the biggest city in the world, and now you're on the run. Not the greatest start to this world, but you'll get it before Rix could finish his sentence. He was stopped cold by a blast from the sky. He looked up from the scorch mark on the ground to see soldiers firing with strange weapons. Alright, I forgot about that. These people heavily rely on magic to defend their people. Rix tried his best to keep away from any property damage, seeing as if he did get caught, there was a very high chance of this after probability, at least he wouldn't be charged with anything too serious. And so right he was, as Rix left the crowded streets and began a long run up several staircases. He didn't even care where he was running, but he knew that if even for a second he stopped running, it would all be over. Unfortunately for our hero, Rix was caught dead in his tracks by Queen Amara and her guards, all loaded and aimed at him at the top of the steps. Rix skidded to a stop, a look of calm upon his face. Okay, I figured this would happen. Alright, you got me. In my defense, yeah, I probably could have run through the- but Amara strode forward and stopped an awkward and uncomfortable inches from Rix's face. You're not from around here, are you? Rix shook his head. Absolutely not. Look. I can explain everything. You have such strange attire. We have such articles of clothing, but I've never seen patterns like the ones you carry. Ricks looked down at his red knight hoodie, which had an image of a black and red knight fighting a giant robot. Oh, this? Yeah, specially tailored for me. The queen raised up her hand, and a ball of light swirled around her fingertips. Ricks backed up, and then stopped, realizing that that was a bad move. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. It was at this time that the other guards had caught up, and Ricks got down on the ground. All right. If you're gonna kill me, can you please do it somewhere else? I bet these steps are expensive. Maybe you could do it somewhere like I don't know, in a bush over there. Amara stopped. A genuine look of surprise pat- plastered on her face. Kill you? What? Why would we kill you? Rex looked up. I have no idea what the laws are set, or what laws are set in stone down here. So it's not really my fault for running, right? But unfortunately, Rix felt everything go black as he heard a whack from behind his head. The next thing Rick's remembered was waking up and blinking. He was in some kind of strange room with sunlight streaming in on his face. Oh Rick sat up and rubbed his eyes. Ouch. Well, wasn't expecting that for a warm welcome. So now where am I? Rick's looked all around and then he looked all around he looked all around and then noticed three new things. One, his vision was through a tinted black visor. Two, he had shining gauntlets made of some kind of silver metal and three, he had new-plated shoulder pads, knee pads, and a sort of heavy boots. Rix hopped off the bed and looked all around. What the heck? Rix threw the visor on the ground, gaining his original eyesight. Bleh, Got really tired of those real fast. Rix looked around the room, seeing a stone armor stand, a small tabletop littered with what looked like passports and notes. Rix, however, took no interest in sealing, and he instead sought out the queen, her golden hair flowing in rhythm with her white armor and robes. Better give this visor back to her. Brix looked both ways in the hallway, after opening the door, and then he opened a portal on the opposite wall. Take me to the throne room of Venere." The portal illuminated, and cast a distorted yet visible image of Amara sitting on her throne. Brix jumped through, only to come out from the ceiling. Uh, <coughs> he slammed onto the floor, and shakily got to his feet, his silver gloves holding him up. Ow. I was not expecting that to happen. Queen Amora, who was about to drift into sleep, snapped forward in shock. Wait, what? How did you teleportation? Yeah, I know. Handy when you need it the most, but more often than not, you gotta be careful of the planet's rotation. That's one of the hardest parts. Rick stood up and nodded, removing the visor from his pocket. Sorry, took a moment to bow, common courtesy, you know. Anyways, uh, here's your visor back. Rick threw it like a boomerang, and the black slate snapped cleanly onto the queen's face. I, uh, okay, sure. The queen returned to a stern, yet somewhat casual glare. Okay, so what do you want from me? That's where we're going to end the story here. So, if you noticed anything a little off, um, I just got braces, which is fun. Yeah, I doubt it'll cause any more trouble, but for the most part, just if you notice any more like stuttering or something else happening, yeah, don't worry about it. Anyways, hope you enjoy, and uh, this is going to be the next story for a little bit.